welcome to Sisterhood with me, Shelly Chopra. Today, the question that we're asking on the show, why do women remain in sexless, loveless marriages? In India, nearly 70 to 80% marriages are pretty much people living together. Not having a relationship, not being in love, not having pleasure, certainly not having mutual pleasure. So we're asking the question, why do women choose to stay stuck in these marriages? Are they confusing compatibility with sex? Or they, they believe that their pleasure doesn't come first or doesn't get priority? Or uh, do they prefer the life of convenience where they are married but seek interest, love and other things outside of the marriage? Is it a marriage of convenience rather than one where mutual pleasure is given enough importance? In India, lots of issues emerge, societal, familial and of course individual. We break this down with three special guests on the show. I'll have Madhuri Banerjee who's an author. She's a single mom who divorced some time ago. We try to understand how women put themselves first. We also have Dr. Tanaya who is um, a gynecologist. She looks at many other aspects of sexuality and sex life of people. Madhuri, I'm going to start with you. You're a divorced woman. You're a single mom. You're independent. You're financially independent. You're a confident woman. But of course, society's judgments can weigh heavy on anybody, no matter how confident they are. How is your journey dealing with singlehood and importantly, putting yourself first? I got divorced about a decade ago when my child was about two or three. So um, I think I realized pretty early on that this marriage wasn't working. And I'd been married for some time before I even had a child. Um, but um, I kind of knew that this was not the relationship that I wanted and both of us were very unhappy and just I think sometimes it's better to be happy separate than be unhappy forever together. Now you made a choice but not everybody does that for fear of society, for fear of lo kya kahenge and also this sort of feeling that you know, if I'm in a marriage, may as well live through it. Who's going to deal with all the questions that come with it? How did you deal with that and why did that fear not strike you? I think there are three aspects to a marriage um, which were really important to me and I think they're still important. One is effort, one is respect and one is acknowledgement. So I think it's the era of a new marriage that is there. And I, and I really feel that if one does, both the parties don't put in the effort to include the other person's needs as their own, then it's going to be a little difficult. Uh, Tanaya, according to one survey, 70 to 80% of marriages in India are sexless. Uh, what do you think is the genesis of this issue? Is it because people think that, uh, you know, marriage is institutional and it's not really about relationships, whether they're physical, whether they're emotional and so on and so forth? Because if that were true, we would not have this figure. I mean, aside from the societal stigma of, you know, having to go through a breakdown of a marriage and having to choose to make that decision. Aside from all of that, I think one of the hugest problems we have is there's such a huge lack of body literacy. We don't know anything about our own bodies. We never educated in a formal sense about our own bodies or even in an informal sense. You know, nowadays because of the internet, so many people have so many more resources where at least the newer generation that's coming in has a better idea of, you know, what pleasure is, if they should prioritize pleasure in their sex sex life or you know with their own um in their own sessions with their own self-love but 
even without that the previous generations have had no guidance at all and these were such hush hush topics that um discussing anything feminine even you know you can't go out on the street and say the word vagina is going to be such a huge taboo you can't go on a dinner table in an educated family setting and say vagina you can't say vulva you can't say clitoris and because most of our perceptions of sexuality come from things like pornography which again are not very uh, realistic or even authentic for that matter um we have such a skewed idea of what sexuality is and what a healthy sex life should be even in a committed partnership i am wondering tanaya if this has a lot to do with women not having agency over their body more importantly not knowing their body i mean actually the people we get dms i don't know how many a thousand a day where women are talking about issues or asking issues asking about issues about their body uh, especially about their uh, reproductive system that's because there is a sense of ignorance about it how much of that plays a role in this um so on top of that a literacy is extremely important but on top of that i also think we need to actively advocate for it a lot of times you know even i have been brainwashed by media to lead me to believe that penetrative sex is the you know the end all and be all of it and this is what should make me uh, have a happy time but we a don't advocate for it and even if we do advocate for it there's so many people who don't understand it the partners don't understand it so they come and question the authenticity authenticity of this claim the veracity of this claim which i think we need large scale education not just for women but for everybody so there are many issues that uh, come to fore and there are many reasons why women may choose to be in sexless loveless marriages here are some reasons that i'm going to raise one the belief that sexual gratification is not important in a marriage lots of people don't discuss sexual satisfaction and therefore remain dissatisfied sex was never good so there's nothing to miss that's also another presumption especially for those who've not had an opportunity to experience pleasure like many others uh like i said at the start of the show living a parallel life outside of marriage is another potential reason feeling responsible for lack of sex in a marriage tends to come on women and then sort of they curve into a shell and they don't want to think about uh you know talking about their um demands agency pleasure and also i guess one more question that must be raised is constantly this thing that women give far more importance to the other person's uh, sexual pleasure than they own uh, just like a man's orgasm becomes far more important than anybody so madhuri the question then comes to this how important is understanding your own sexual agency before you even enter a marriage it is generally about women and their emotions nobody is just hopping from like one person to the other person easily they are doing so because of a you know emotional disconnection with their partner before they go off to do something and um to even understand this female sexuality i've been writing about how it is so important to understand not just your needs and desires but um you know to be able to advocate it for others as well and say that it's okay it's perfectly fine you know yeah. to have all of this tanaya this perception that uh, love sex uh, lust are all interchangeably used uh, especially in the context of marriage perhaps um, they are very different and the more we recognize they are different could we be rethinking the institution of marriage I think it's very important that we do recognize that all sexual relationships are not built on the foundation of a romantic relationship 
particularly in the day and age of you know casual sex you know there, there's a lot of pressure that maybe this sexual experience is not authentic is not authentic because it's not built on love um maybe i'm a slut if i'm not you know pursuing this out of uh, the feeling of love so sexuality and emotions extremely intertwined yes but i think it's more really the relationship with yourself that's important as opposed to putting all of that pressure on the relationship with your partner be it a casual sexual partner what about this sense of fear that a man's orgasm is far more important than a woman's is that part of why marriages are so marriages are suffering on their uh, sexual quotient because women are not able to stand up for their own uh, pleasure um you know i just feel that um, most of the women are like let their one motto in life is let's keep peace in the house right so it's more like if there's some sort of like friction whether it is verbal friction or even in the bedroom the friction they're just like let's get this over and done with and it's never so it's about like they don't want the power you know we as feminists speak so much about owning your power and empowerment and you know finding yourself uh, continuously um they are really happy most of the women are really happy because they don't understand this power they they are like i would rather just have peace and happiness in my life and that's all i'm looking for tanaya any other thoughts on how women need to look at marriages differently um so healthy sex life is fulfilling at large in general for you as a person so yes there are very good relationships between lower stress levels um healthier hearts with more orgasms so of course orgasms are wonderful having said that i think um we still coming to terms with our own sexuality because we've had such a huge service done to us for ever essentially because you know a orgasms have never been prioritized we've never been told you can have an orgasm in sex yeah i think of course we we are becoming more and more uh, you know aggressive with claiming our own pleasure and asking for it which i think is wonderful but there has there, there's a long way to go for us to get to a place where we can prioritize pleasure for the female in the bedroom and make that you know the common goal thank you uh, madhuri and tanaya for joining us i'm now going to move to another guest pallavi baranwal who's authored a book about pleasure and she talks about various aspects of it in a way that uh, we often don't think about pallavi thanks so much for joining us in india the word sex is around shame people don't like to talk about it it's almost taboo uh, and particularly women would never be seen talking about it uh, in sort of a way of having a right of it uh why did you decide to write a book on the issue in a country where people uh i don't know i would not even say they think twice it is a complete no no like talking about sex is a complete no no uh when i remember about my earliest memories i remember the the channel being flipped if there is a scene comes in or then the lights you know lights went off and i was like okay what happened after the lights went off and at the same time uh, i was entering my adolescence and I, i had those crushes on my teachers on my classmates and i don't know what to do i i know that it is not it is you are not supposed to talk about it and that led to a lot of problems in my own life uh, where you know heartbreaks or even uh, like broken relationships casual sex 
friendship gone awry so there is a lot of problems that i face personally and when i looked around i saw the same thing was happening you know there's this constant conversation about how sex is a bad word but it's uh, pretty uh, clearly proven that surveys after surveys indians are having it and lots of it so then why this stigma attached to this conversation what has your research showed i think we have uh, linked sex with not pleasure but sex with morality even married couples uh, i i get because i run this platform on pleasure i get a lot of stories and they say you know if you are staying with in laws there are always these prying eyes on you so you really can't hold hands or you can't hug as a married couple i mean when a sanctified sanctioned relationship is like you can't really express your physical affection sex is more than a penetration sex is about pleasure sex is about persona sex is about uh, identity we hardly talk about in those terms so this is a porn educated patriarchal country and porn tells that sex is this <laughs> so i no wonder that people get ashamed about it but if we you know i a lot of my work involves in bringing kama sutra and when you read kama sutra it is a completely elevated experience of sexuality like they talk about pleasure they talk about desire they talk about arousal uh, they talk about experience refinement grace so if we are able to broaden our thinking i don't think that this shame will last for a long time in india are people using marriage as a license for sex is that what it is yes uh, even because you don't even know are you sexually compatible with each other is there a difference between libidos a lot of times i get stories where men complain that their wife has stopped uh, having interest in sex after becoming a mother because again sex is associated the only uh, reason sex is being uh, kind of accepted is because it is it's procreative role it is never seen as a recre- recreational so now the baby making is over i think my only uh, reason to have sex with my husband i'm done with so i'm not interested marriage is a social convenience let's not associate marriage with love because there are lots of other reasons that get people to get married social recognition uh, security financial security comfort so not, not just linking marriage with sex and love uh, yes marriage gives you to stay in a in a society without you know someone poking you so you've got a perspective from three different aspects a doc a person who's been through a marriage that was not ideal and from somebody who sees this from a third party point of view having spoken to so many women about living suffering loveless sexless marriages and while we're on this issue here's a look at what others are saying in our society sex i think is something which is still quite hush hush it's still quite a uh, a subject of uh, it's it's not seen as a happy thing it's not seen as uh, let's have happy sex and this happy sexuality and it's it's not considered a very positive thing it's still got shades of i don't know the word for it but shame attached to it and so then if you're a mother so then then it's seen as oh my god she's a mother how can she do this i mean like so what happens to a mother does she stop wanting to have sex i don't think so so those are the kind of reasons that i feel that that goes south as a conversation but i think it's changing i think that aspect is rapidly changing i don't think millennials are really interested in uh, sort of talking about sex in that very uh, it's so hush hush sort of thing you know it's it's like another thing that human beings do and leave it at that 
I don't use the terms loveless, sexless interchangeably. Uh, anybody stuck in either of them has similar issues, similar reasons to believe that they need to be getting out of a marriage like that. Well, stay tuned to She the People and to Sisterhood as we discuss some of the most uncomfortable subjects that our society would rather put under the carpet than bring them onto the platform and talk about it in our face. We all are here to get uncomfortable and then get comfortable in our own skin by talking about issues that matter the most to each one of us. So stay tuned and we look forward to keep at it, bringing new issues, new elements, new discussions, new faces, new voices to discuss the world that is shaping right before us.